creative journey is not an easy one. We're here to help. The Lightning Rod is a safe space to talk about branding, marketing, business, and the creative industry. Today's host is Tammy Wynn. What up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of The Lightning Rod. Today's topic, let's talk about hiring. So for my creative entrepreneurs out there, or if you're looking to hire pretty soon uh, for your business, or just looking to find another creative person to work with on projects or something of that sort, I have some advice because we've been on the other side of the table and definitely been on the other other side of the table where we're working as the creative. But then again, like I said, we've been on the side where we hire creatives. And so here are some things that I think um, our clients have taught us that I felt are important to show um, or at least talk about because not a lot of people understand these points entirely. And I, I think it damages the creative process a lot when we're not being mindful about the creative that we're working with, right? And so creative people, they're not working on just like one project here. So let's put that straight out there is that maybe if you're working with a brand new creative person, they may be working on just your one project. But ideally, I think creative people in general work on a lot of different projects for their own sanity, whether that be a personal project or a side project. And sure, that has nothing to do with you if they're working on a side project. However, that's how their creative juices literally flows It's by working on different creative projects. And so we're going to take that into account and dive into these points that I have today. So point number one, as clients, we're leading the project. So give the creator direction. I believe that clients, um, I don't think I've commit this myself. However, I've had a lot of clients do this to us where you're the creative person, so you do it. And so while that is true, like we will do the creative work and we'll do the thinking for you. However, we need direction though, because when there is no direction and you just assign it like, Hey, like you, you're the creative person. I just trust you just do it there. You're setting yourself up actually for a lot of disappointment because the designer or the creative person may work on this project from a very different perspective, whatever they envision your project to be, not what you envision the project to be, even though you're saying, you know, go at it, do whatever you want. And so this goes into my second point too, but just to cover that point, that point really quick is that if you don't give direction, it is a setup for failure and it's a setup for a very long-term project that may not have a concrete deadline. And then you're going to delay yourself. The creator is going to delay themselves and then they're going to really hate the project because there's no direction there. They're constantly thinking of ideas when it's your project, you know, like as a client, it's our project or it's something that we need accomplished. So I, I figured that it would be better if we could give the creative person that we're working with some type of scope, right? Some type of idea or at least have sessions where you could talk about it do a lot of check-ins something of that sort so again we're leaders of the project so we have to make sure that we're actually doing the leading part just because you're paying does not mean you have to actually do the legwork when you're paying a creative you're paying for their creative skill sets they're you're paying for their creative mindset on a project however at the end of the day it's your project so you got to make sure that you know all the pieces fit etc. You can surely ask them for consultation, but you want to make sure that it's right. And you want to make sure that, you know, you're still somewhat hands-on on the project or else you're going to be very disappointed. So with that being said, point number two is understanding what the words creative freedom really means. So when you decide to give a creative person, quote unquote, creative freedom, 
prepare yourself for a lot of disappointment because as a client myself, as someone that hires creative people, I have a vision of what that project already looks like before I assigned it. And surely you guys do too, whether that be a logo, whether that be um, a flyer, whether that be anything, right? A, a video, a ad, anything of that sort. You have some type of idea. It may not be concrete, so I'm not here to say that, but maybe you saw an ad on YouTube that you really liked and you know you you really want to replicate it in some kind of way that's not exactly the same and that's where you need the creative person to come in and help with the directing, the editing, etc. But again, that's where I pinpoint my point from the beginning is that you saw the ad, you saw the idea that you're envisioning in your head, right? And so the the creative that you're working with is just implementing those ideas to make it into an actual product. When you give creative freedom, I had a lot of clients do this too, by the way. So when they give us creative freedom, it really doesn't mean creative freedom. It means like, here, I already saw these examples. Can you please, you know, take take a look at this? But don't diminish your own creative qualities. Like, I, I don't like people who say that because it's like, if you gave me an example, I'm not dumb to work harder to figure out new examples when you've already given me an example of what it should look like, because that's what you're envisioning. And so when you say creative freedom, that means you're hands off on the project completely. However, you're going to be setting yourself up for major disappointment because you possibly already had an envision in your mind. And so I speak to the people who genuinely say that you just wanted to launch this project, but you have no scope, you have no idea, but you have to have some type of example of it. Um, I just don't believe just ideas come out of the blue. Like they, they do, but then it had to be inspired from something else. And so make sure you're bringing those, you know, inspirations, et cetera. But that's where we're going into the third point is what should you bring to the meeting where you're talking to these creatives is when you, you're talking to them, bring the ideas that you initially had or that you saw uh, make sure you're bookmarking stuff, you're saving stuff, any any other ideas, colors, examples of concepts. You don't have to have full-blown concepts. I think that's where a lot of clients mistaken is that when you hire on a creative, oh, they can just handle everything because they're the creative person. However, I'm speaking on behalf of the creators out there is that they would really appreciate if you gave them ideas, if you gave them colors, or if you gave them at least an example of what you're seeking, of what you're looking for, that really helps the creative process because they can get it done faster. They can kind of see where they can implement their own creative designs into it. And if you're working from complete scratch, you don't have any type of idea. I I don't know if I could believe that. <laughs> I just don't know if you, I, I could believe anybody coming to the table with no idea of what they want. So I had a client recently who said like, I wanted to open a fashion brand, right? And I'm like, okay, so do you make the clothes? And uh, the person's like, no, I don't make the clothes. I'm like, okay, so are you like an online boutique? And then they're like, oh, well, yeah, kind of, but not really. And so as we're digging in the end, the example of what this client was is like a fashion Nova. So I'm like, okay, so you're buying clothes and you're possibly reselling them, uh, something of that Mars. So like a fashion Nova. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a fashion Nova. It's like, those kind of things would be super helpful. There's no shame in bringing up examples. There's no shame on bringing up existing brands so that you can direction with the creative person on how you can make it a little bit more different. I think that's what helps that process or else your creative designer or creative person would end up making a product that is too similar to something out there in the world. And so I, again, you know, I, I may sound like I'm too uh, particular, um, 
but because that's how I work as a creative person and also how I direction people when I hire them is that I give them a project scope. I give them the ideas. Even if I don't have a full idea together already, I give the gist of what I'm talking about so that they can understand and then ask them, does this make sense to you? Do you feel like there's already another brand or something out there that already does something like this? Do you have examples that you could pull? If if they don't have examples, then I'll try to look for examples on YouTube or something and then show it to them. It's part of the process. So make sure you're preparing all that stuff to the meeting. And then the very last thing uh, when hiring a creative is learning how to give feedback to them and being open to your ideas changing. So I say all of the three above points to say this final one is that when you work with a creative person and you give no project scope, again, that's where your ideas are going to change. So what you thought of initially, if you did not give that project scope out to that creative person, they're going to change your idea because you're giving them quote unquote creative freedom, right? And they're going to be really disappointed. You both are going to miscommunicate and then it's going to turn into a really bad client and designer client and creative relationship where there's no turning back and you can't use this person in the future. And then you're constantly searching for new creative people when that person could ideally be the perfect creative person for you. It's just a matter of miscommunication. So again, all of this to say that communication is important, right? So it's it's fundamental. And I think if you're going to work with a creative person, make sure you're preparing something, even if you don't know, and it's okay to not know. So I may sound like I'm, I'm saying like, you need to come prepared with all this A, B, C, and D, you don't have to be that prepared. I just think it's a matter of being prepared, like just starting to be prepared. So if you know that there's a concept out there that is kind of like mirroring what you want to do, go ahead and start pulling those links, pull things so that the creative person you're working with has an understanding of what you're trying to achieve so that there is no room for miscommunication. There is no room for any mistakes. um, And it's clear. And then you'll realize from there whether or not it's the designer or it's the creative person you're working with or is it the project that is too similar to something else? That's why it can't be done. That's all of my advice for today. Uh, let me know if you're hiring for somebody creative. I would love to know what you're going through. It's, is there something that I could help you with? Could I point you to a different creative person? Um, we have an abundance of creative people, uh, literally the creative folks that can help you with your project. So let us know. Um, let's talk at thecreativefolks.org is our email. Please email us and let me know if there's anything I could help you with. And I'll see you in the next episode. Let's hustle. Did you know that we have an entire content library for you to learn from? Check out our website for more information. Thanks for tuning in today. The Lightning Rod is powered by the creative folks.